2: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All
1: right. It's, uh, it's Dome, Steven and Gerangelo this weekend against the Air Force Falcons. Uh, first pitch this afternoon, Four o'clock, Duty Noble Field. I would think the grills may be lit already. If not, in a short time here, uh, the best food in America at any college event, sports, is uh, obviously foul pole to foul pole at Duty Noble Field. Now, with the new stadium, they have—I uh, mean—they have green eggs, they have smokers, they have grills. And from ribeye poppers and port tenderloin to ribs and, hell, filets. Everything in between. Uh, burgers and the whole deal. It's on. And it's a good day. You know, it's going to drop tomorrow, but today is awesome. So I'm excited for everybody at Duty Noble Field. Um, Polk Dement Stadium. Got to tell a quick story. We are the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Since we're having Steve Robertson on, and he's definitely a hell State baseball insider. Right, jeanspage.com, the Boneyard Podcast. Jason told this story last week, and we had a good time with it. Uh, Jason was in Duty Noble Field a couple years ago, two years ago. He's had a fall ball scrimmage with his buddies. So there's not many people in the stadium. And uh, he and his buddies are, are smashing some beers and having some fun and watching Mississippi State baseball. And he looks over about, I don't know, six seats from him, and Ron Polk is smoking a cigar. But he doesn't know it's Ron Polk. So they strike up a conversation. Jason's an old missile alum. I know, we gotta help him. And he looks over, they're they're going back and forth. And he asks Coach Polk, who he doesn't know is Coach Polk. He goes, Come here often. And uh and Coach Polk said, What do you say, Jason? He said, Yeah, I'm out here like every day. All right, so there we go, and our <laughs> listeners loved the uh, the story, and eventually Jason's buddies, who were Mississippi State alums, once they kind of walked away a little bit later, they were like, hey, man, that was that was Coach Pole. So Jason knew who he was but didn't know what he looked like. All right, so the Out of Bounds show is brought to you by the Amazing Wings and Street Tacos at Two Brothers and uh, Ice Cold Michelob Ultra. We want to welcome in Steve Robertson on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Steve, your thoughts on the story I just shared?
0: Well, it sounds like a lot of internet dating type stuff. You know, I mean, there's a lot of people out there that know people but don't know what they look like, you know. And so, you know, I'm glad that Jason had a great opportunity to be at the greatest college baseball facility in the country, around the greatest fan base in the country, and had a chance to uh, to trade a few words with one of the greatest baseball coaches that's ever lived. So,
1: I like that. You framed that up well. Uh, that's that's good. Steve Robertson on the show. It's been a while. Uh we're live from Bocoma Casino. New casino and sports book right outside of Laurel, Mississippi. Bocoma, brand new casino and sports book, and it is amazing. All right, Steve, let's start with the uh with the starting line uh, pitching rotation. So we got we got Dome, Steven, and Gerangelo. Did that did the order – not I know the guys don't surprise you, but did the order surprise you when it was released by Parker and lamonas
0: Yeah, maybe initially. And then I get – you know, be, begin to think about it. You get some context clues. You know, back there in the fall, Gerangelo and Nate Dome were pretty much one and two whenever you'd have an inter-squad scrimmage. On the very first day of scrimmages, those were your starting pitchers. And then other guys kind of began to filter in. And so I, I felt like Nate and Gerangelo would be, uh, be in rotation – I like Nate going first. I mean, if you're going to start him, I think he is probably the closest thing you have to a Friday night starter. Uh, one of the great things about Nate is like last year, it was basically a two-pitch mix, right? He had, the, he had a dominant fastball at times, and then he had that slider. For some reason, Foxhall was somewhat reluctant to let him throw the breaking ball. He has a really nice breaking ball. Doesn't um, necessarily have the loop to it, but it's got some downward bite to it. And then one of the things we saw this fall, he was throwing that change up with a lot greater regularity. So now he's gone from a two pitch mix to a four pitch mix. And that's one thing I would say is kind of a tenant of the Parker system that I've seen up close and personal so far is the willingness and the ability to spot up that change in fastball counts. I think you're going to see a lot more change of pace this year, kind of getting hitters off balance. Gerangelo uh, is also kind of refined the change a little bit. And so, not only I think you're going to see a smoother delivery and better strike throwers, you're going to see a much better pitch selection this year. And I think Nate going first is a statement pick. Uh, that's a guy that's worked exceptionally hard. Every time that I have been to the complex in the off season, I've seen Nate Dome in there working out, oftentimes by himself. And this is a guy that's in a draft year. So you like to see a guy that's really committed himself to getting better. And I think it's, again, Parker's probably rewarding that guy for his commitment to his own improvement, but also saying, you know what, this is our guy, and we're going to go out here on Friday night, and this is the guy that's capable of winning a 2-1 ball game. And so I think everybody will be on a pitch uh, count early, uh, but I think Nate's probably got his sticks for a while.
1: Okay. Hell uh, State baseball insider Steve Robertson uh, basically doesn't miss a game. Uh, he joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. We're live from Bocoma, their brand-new casino and sports book outside of Laurel. Steve's a South Mississippi guy. Um Steve, let's go to uh, Stephen, the Purdue transfer. So he's he'll pitch tomorrow. What have you heard the last three weeks and during fall ball on the Purdue transfer?
0: Well, he's been probably one of the most consistent guys as far as strike throwers go. He's going to pitch the contact. And this is a guy up there that's very, very smart guy. He's a veteran guy. He was a weekend starter at Purdue on really a bad team last year. He was arguably the best pitcher on a bad team. Uh, So it makes sense that he would go in the portal up there. But he's a guy that played on Team Indiana with Nate Dome, and that really helped Mississippi State. He had several options, uh, but chose to come here, reunite with Nate. Again, it's a three- to four-pitch mix, depending on what's working with him. But uh, this is a guy that just really is unflappable. When you watch him out there, his body language is always just kind of I guess, in many respects, very professional in, in, in his mechanics. You know, he's just a guy that goes about his business, stays even-keeled, and he may give up a couple of hits. And next thing you know, he strikes out the next two hitters, and you're back in the dugout. And so an experienced guy that's done it on a power five level, of course, the SEC is going to be a different animal for him. But uh, I like the addition when, when State was able to get him to commit. And after seeing him in person this fall and in the early spring, uh, it only makes sense. And I think the fact that Gerangelo is going on Sunday, and Lamona's kind of touched on this too, is by the time Durangelo toes the to rubber on Sunday, you've got a really good scouting report, you know, based on what you've seen from these guys that you're going to be, uh, you know, pitching against, you know, what do they have a tendency to do? And so Gerangelo's kind of a younger guy. Hadn't pitched a whole lot. That's the thing I don't think people understand. You know, we took a kid last year and kind of forced him into the Friday night spot before he was ready. I think Sunday is a great spot for him. And I think the, the fact that you're going to have the benefit of what Nate does and what Cal does available as the scouting port for Durangelo just makes him that much more effective. But, um, yeah, I like the rotation. And I'll, one of the things I like the most, Bo, is you know, this time last year you and I were talking about this, and we're like, okay, who's going to be your third starter? You're kind of like, oh, well, what, what are we going to do? I mean, how do we even fill a lineup, right? Because there just wasn't much depth. But State's allocated so many more scholarship slots for pitchers this year, you got a half dozen guys. And of course, Lofton and, and Ligon have been a little bit tender, I guess, in early spring, but they'll be good to go probably uh, next week. But um, I, I feel good the fact that you've had more competition for more guys that are capable of, of working the weekends. And really, the last two seasons, you've kind of had to just, you know, week to week figure this thing out. But last year, Evan C. Eric, I mean, God bless that kid. Yeah, you know, he was thrown out there to the wolves and and really competed hard for Mississippi State, but he's just not an SEC starter. He's a guy that's probably, you know, a middle relief, long relief type guy, and I think he's back in a role that probably is a little more commiserate with his skill set
1: the chumba life is for everybody so go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes
2: chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary void we're prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details
1: steve robertson talking mississippi state baseball dome nate dome will get the ball today against the Air Force Falcons. You're listening to the Out of Bounds Show. We're live from Bocoma and their brand-new casino and sports book outside of Laurel. Okay, Steve, you just mentioned, Evan, what, uh, let's say Dome go, you you mentioned pitch counts, which makes sense. It's early. And a lot of people don't even think that they get enough uh, practice lead-up time to, to get ready, especially pitchers. So if Dome goes four or five, Who do you expect to see first out of the bullpen?
0: I I think it may may depend on the lineup, right? Um, But maybe Colby Holcomb. I think he was probably, you know, based on the availability, probably the fourth guy. You know, and you saw last year, you know, you'd have Cade Smith go, and then Colby was the first guy out of the bullpen later, and then Nate. And so I think Colby could be a guy, but I think a lot of it's just going to depend on kind of how things go today but uh you, you've got some options and uh people forget too, I mean brooks auger the guy it's almost like getting another guy the four brooks was the guy in 22 was really starting to come into his own he ended up having to have tommy john so he's out last year he's come back he's an uptick on the velo, probably two to three more miles per hour where he's got a little more bite with the slider and the breaking ball and so i won't be the least bit surprised to see him you're going to see a lot of guys pitch here because yeah, you got think state's got Three games this weekend. Then you got Tuesday, Wednesday, and you got three more games. So there's a lot of innings to cover. Uh, you're going to see a lot of guys out there. But on, on that back end, I mean, I think you know, you know, Black is a guy you, that you're going to see uh, come out. You know, Tyson Harden is the guy last year that was kind of feast or famine. He, he's been much improved this year. He's probably an inning, maybe two inning type guy. But uh, you're, I think you're going to see the assortment of everything that's available really on the Mississippi State you know pitching roster here in the next. Uh, you know, two weeks. I, I think this time next week probably everybody will have pitched or be about to pitch. But uh, I, I think State's got some options. But now you got to figure out who you can trust, right? I mean, that's the whole point of the non-conference is, you know, who, sure. who can I trust to eat up innings and get out so we get in a Southeastern Conference play? So uh, it'll be an educational-type month for Mississippi State folks.
1: Who's a newcomer that you're hearing good things about on the Mount?
0: Yeah, that's a really good question. And, and uh, Luke Dodson could be one of those guys. Uh, I, I think he has been really good. He's a two-way player. He can also swing it pretty well. We've, we've seen him uh, – I remember correctly, I know he hit a bomb early in the fall. But uh, he's a guy that has power uh, in both alleys, but he's also a, a big physical guy uh, on the mound. And uh, that's the thing about this group. I think State's recruited really well. And you've got some portal guys to come in to kind of serve as a stopgap. A lot of these younger guys develop because last year it was almost cruel and unusual punishment that you had all these injuries and, you know, we were hoping KC would, uh, would, would have a healthy year. he was kind of in and out of the, you know, the bullpen at times. I think this year you've got more options. And so you don't have to stress arms as much So you, know, you can kind of spread the workload around, but uh, there are some young guys, especially in the midweek that I expect to see a lot of. And then, Maybe if they prove themselves in the midweek, you start seeing them more in weekend-type roles. But uh, th- there are some very young guys that I think are outstanding. Of course, it's unfortunate. Mackay Grant, and we lose him in the fall, and he, he, I think he only pitched like five innings. You know, I mean, they were very, very careful with him. It wasn't like it was a pitch count problem. It's almost like a ticket time bomb with some of these kids, you know, with everybody wanting to throw, you know, 97, 98 miles per hour. At some point, it seems like everybody's going to have Tommy John. You almost wish they'd do it in high school so they get to college. They've already kind of got it behind them.
1: Steve Robertson on the Out of Bounds Show, jeanspage.com, 247 Sports, the Boneyard Podcast. We're talking MSU baseball, opening day. Um, Steve, don't you think the grills could be either already lit or lit in the next hour out in the uh, left field, center field, right field?
0: There may be some people that just roll in smoking grills. You know, I mean, you know, like they may just go ahead and start in the parking <laughs> lot. And then, uh, you know, when the gates open, they come in and just stock their, you know, with their adult beverages and then push those green eggs in there. But uh, there, there really is a lot of excitement about baseball. You know, and a lot of people are just kind of cautiously optimistic. I mean, and that's the right approach to have, right? I mean, you, it, it's a show me year, right? I mean, you've had back to back years since winning the national championship that have not met the Mississippi State Standard. You hadn't been a part of the postseason. And so a lot of people, they want to believe. They want to say, okay, we're back. But they're just a little bit cautious about that. And I I absolutely get that. I can tell you, after watching the team in person this fall and in the spring, I have kind of gone from caut- cautiously optimistic to just optimistic. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you this team's going to Omaha because I don't believe that. I do think this is a team that makes it to Hoover and ultimately finds its way into a road regional somewhere. And certainly Chris Limonis needs that to happen. Uh, but I think this team – Especially offensively, has a chance to be really, really good. Uh, defensively, they're much better than they were a year ago. Uh, it's all going to boil down to pitching, and I think Justin Parker's done a good job. Scrimmages are one thing, though. You know, the bullets are going to be live today, and so you know, what do you do when somebody's trying to beat you and not just win a job? And when you've got people breaking down film and tendencies, so I think in many respects, everything kind of hinges on the job that Justin Parker does with these pitchers uh, to get them to buy in. And, and again, the early returns are good. But until we get into an actual game, you really don't know what you have. Okay.
2: All
1: right. Well, uh, I guess we'll go to the lineup. Okay. So we people know about Dakota Jordan and Hunter Hines and Amani and Highfield and and so on. Um, so let's let's cover some of the other guys, uh, the other two outfield positions and and third base. Talk to me. Walk, walk me through. You know the the three or four guys outside of who I just. Reference.
0: Well, you know, Bryce Chance played, I think, what thirty-seven games last year, and uh, the only reason he came out of the lineup, you know, is he got injured. And then once he got out, Dakota Jordan got in, and it was kind of like a Willie Pip thing, right? Wally Pip thing, right? I mean, you had, uh, you know, once Dakota Jordan got hot, you couldn't pull him, and so Bryce Chance's uh, opportunities were a little bit. I got Amazon showing up, so uh, Bryce, Bryce Chance. It sounds like your dog is Queen. excited
1: about Bryce Chance. I like it.
0: Oh, absolutely. It's opening day here. You know, no, nah, it's the mailman dropping stuff off. I apologize. But uh, but uh, anyway, so, yeah, Bryce Chance to be your left fielder and uh, will probably be your five-hole hitter. I would suspect that's what you see is a five-hole hitter. And then in the event Mershon can't go, you could slide him into two. Uh, and then, of course, center field's Connor Isaac. I think he's a real wild card for this team. You know, what could he be? He's a guy that was a double-digit home run guy, at Virginia Commonwealth, didn't get a lot of A-Bs last year. And uh, he's a guy that certainly got some big power, had a really good summer. And then you begin to factor in Logan Kohler at third base. A guy that was probably the best player on a bad Memphis team last year. Uh, had 11 jacks. Uh, was the guy that led them in most just categories. But more importantly, he's a guy that makes all the solid plays, makes the routine play at third base. You know, he's a guy that... Uh, really was something Mississippi State had to have. They targeted him early and were able to get him. And So uh, excited about those guys, and I think how they perform will determine how much depth there is to this order.
1: All right, I agree with you. I'm going – you know, I said best-case scenario last year, road regional. I'm thinking two or three seed on the road. Um, But when you play in the SEC, Steve – if they do punch their ticket with a two or three seat on the road, you can still win that region. I don't want to say easily, but because of who you are and what conference you're in, you can win a road regional, right?
0: Oh, There's no question about it. And I, I made mention last night on our, our live stream that uh, I don't think that we're a team that people want to see. You know, like that's, the last thing you want, let's be honest about this. If you're an ACC or a Big 12 host and Mississippi State or Ole Miss, show up at your place as a number two not only are they going to bring a great team they're going to bring a lot of fans you know and so it's a rowdy undertaking when we're a road regional like when you think about mississippi college baseball really nobody wants us at their place i mean right i mean let's just be honest about that i mean because we do college baseball so well in the state of mississippi but i think this mississippi state team of course if you do enough to get there and you kind of get over that hump, and, and there's the emotional part of it, too. You know, like Dakota Jordan, Hunter Hines, those guys didn't come here to, to spend their careers and never taste the postseason, right? So once you, you have an opportunity to get there, and it's like, okay, we're here, let's go make some things happen. I, you know, I, I don't think, you know, an ACC team wants to see Mississippi State show up as a two-seed, and, and I think you're capable of winning that. And then, you know, I think anything beyond that is a bonus. I think State has the teams capable of winning a regional depending on matchups. But, uh, yeah, I I do think it's a better year. Is it a great year? Is it a year that we're going to remember forever? Uh, Probably not. You know, but when you think back to that 2018 season, what a disaster that was. I mean, it opened up with a sweep in Hattiesburg and ended up with a loss in Omaha against the eventual national champions. You just never know what's going to happen in college baseball. And This is an older team, and that that helps you a lot, too. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
2: plus all right we got a few minutes okay um
1: let's go to basketball it it, it looks like a pretty good team to me um i was talking about it earlier steve murphy's the most talented player hubbard's the best basketball player right now uh to me murphy i mean cam matthews too but 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 murphy could be the driving force hopefully jans and him have figured it out And hopefully Jans can step back a little bit um, because you're going to have to have him. If you don't, you're not going to March Madness. Um, To me, so much of what they want to accomplish is based around what Keyshawn Murphy does the next few weeks. How do you see it, Steve?
0: It's almost like signing a free agent. I mean, really. I mean, you know, it's like you begin to think we need a third scoring option. We need a guy that can come off the bench and give us 10 quality minutes, 15 minutes, and and be very efficient on the offensive end. And Murphy brings that to you. And, you know, that's the thing where we are is, I think at this point you're probably a couple games behind where you expected to be. I mean, you're truly a bubble team. You expected to be on the right side of the bubble at this point. But, uh, you know, they've had some games get away from them. But uh, this is a veteran team. I mean, and that's the thing I think where the frustration comes from is, you know, you've got guys that have played together for three years now. And there are just some things that happen that shouldn't happen. And and some of it's you know, you can – Talk about injuries, but this team is capable of making the NCAA tournament. I still believe they will, uh, and, and a lot of that's going to start tomorrow. I mean, Arkansas is a team that's really struggled, but that's a game you got to win. But those final four ball games are brutal for Mississippi State, and so you may be in a situation where you have to go to the SEC tournament and win a couple of games. But I think this team is capable of doing that. They've been really good on neutral floors, road games have not been their strong point, but undefeated in neutral games, neutral site games, and so. I think they could do a good job in the SEC tournament and play their way in, but uh, I still believe in Chris Jans, and I think he'll have a game plan that's uh, capable of beating anybody. It's going to be, can this team execute it?
1: All right, we'll leave it there, man. Hey, thanks for the time today, Steve. Um, Why don't you give a shout-out to you and uh, your wife's new business in Starble?
0: Thanks for doing that. Yeah, uh, we opened on Monday. It's the True Rest Float Spots, the first True Rest franchise location in the state of Mississippi, and uh, we're not the first float spot in Mississippi, but uh, yeah, we're right here in the Golden Triangle and uh, you know, if you're if you're heading out for the ball games this weekend and you wanna float, just go download the True Rest app and you can schedule without even having to talk to anybody. But if you just wanna talk to somebody, you can call six six two two six eight seven six zero one and uh, we'll get you lined up. But uh, yeah, it's been great. We've had some uh, we've had some coaches in, we've had some student athletes that have been in and of course, a lot of people from around the area, we've had people show up as far as the Mississippi Delta uh, to come float. And uh, it's an amazing experience. But, again, they can follow us on uh, Facebook at True Rest Floats by Stargold. And just to find out more information about float therapy, just go to truerest.com. It's been a game changer for me. It's helped my anxiety so much. I sleep so much better at night. And the very first time I floated, I began the process to buy a franchise because I wanted my friends and family to have the opportunity to to experience this. And now we're open right here in Stargill, Mississippi.
1: I got a minute. Tell people what you mean by floating.
0: Well, you know, you have, uh, you have a little float uh, suite. You've got a, uh, a pod that's 10 foot in circumference. And so, you know, bigger people, Like I'm, I'm six two, I have no problem getting there floating without touching the sides or anything. And there's 1200, 1200 pounds of magnesium infused Epsom salt. And so you can't, think. I mean you have no choice but to float. I mean you're just you know your buoyancy so just pushes you up and it's a sensory dep- deprivation type situation where you just kinda get in there and have an hour to yourself, away from your phone, away from the computer, away from all of the uh you know, perils of society, and you're able to just kind of unplug. And for me it just allows my mind to be quiet for a while and kind of gives me a mental reset. And and so all the things that maybe bothered me before don't bother me nearly as much when I get out of the floating and uh, my wife began to do it when uh, and she's a trail runner so she's looking for physical recovery and so if you got chronic pain you got anxiety it's probably something you would benefit from and I think everybody could benefit in some capacity even if it's just to take some time for yourself because you know we talk about well I'm gonna go do this for myself and you just kind of sit around and watch Netflix and scroll through your phone and you're still stimulated this is a right. situation where right. you can be in a you know, a situation where you're not stimulated, where your mind can get quiet, and so uh, it's a great thing. And I believe in the company. Obviously, I wouldn't have bought a franchise, but um, yeah, it's been great. Uh, the early returns have been great. We opened on Monday, and yesterday we were the schedule was nearly packed out. Saturday's schedule is almost nearly packed out. Got some availability this afternoon, and a little bit for Sunday, but uh, the response has been amazing. Steve, so thanks, Brad.
1: We appreciate it, buddy. See you, bud.